Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With regards to encouraging people to get vaccinated, they seem to be very conscious of community with Thela. And they're, as you would have heard last night on the news, they're taking steps towards encouraging people to be vaccinated by having this uh, roll up, roll up, get your job and get a ticket for one of the nights. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Gamble is uh, the festival director. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Kevin, g- good sense of community responsibility around the Fela. So t- just remind us for people who aren't familiar with it, what the what the initiative is. Yeah, well, the, the initiative that we've come up with, Frank, and, and we've been working over the last number of months and weeks with key officials in the Department of Health, the PHA, Belfast City Council, and the Department for Communities, um, in, in terms of planning for our, for our events and making sure that we have as a COVID-safe environment around our events. And as you said, Fela is always very minded in terms of the community ethos of the of the festival. Um, and when we look at the the information and the communication going out to try and drive up the vaccination program and try and encourage people to get vaccines, we were looking at different ways and initiatives. And I suppose thinking outside the box a wee bit of how we could encourage people, um, particularly in West and North Belfast, who will potentially be attending the events, uh, to get the vaccine. Uh, and one of the initiatives then that we come up with um, and shared this with the key officials in the Department of Health was to encourage people who would be coming to one of our most popular events, which is our diversionary music night on the 8th of August, that if they haven't got their first vaccine, to come to the Falls Park, get their first vaccine at a pop-up vaccination clinic. Um, and the first 500 people to do that will get a ticket for, as I said, probably the most anticipated uh, event in the festival calendar every year. Yeah, what happens on music night for people who haven't been? What's the, what's the big appeal of that night? Well, it's, it's, it's just we, we bring some of the best artists um, from around the world and across these islands um, in the Belfast to play, um, you know, on, on, a, on an evening in, in Belfast when traditionally, you know, we would have bonfires lit in, in nice and areas. So over the last number of years, we've developed that night, Frank, to try and make sure that we have, um, you know, a very good uh, atmosphere across the city. There aren't bonfires in, in, in areas where they traditionally would have been. Um, and, and, and the popularity of that event has just grown and grown and grown over the last, you know, five to ten years where we've more or less seen the eradication of bonfires across niceness and Republican areas um, as part of that. And we can see the learning from that evening um, is going right across the city at different times of the year. Um, and this was just another added incentive. So the tickets for that event, Frank, you know, w- once we release them, you know, they're like hotcakes. It's the hardest ticket in town to get. How, um, yeah, and, how, and, how, how close did you come to it not happening, Fela not happening? People, Some people complaining, you know, pride's not happening, but Fela is happening. So wh- wh- why why one and not the other? Yes, well, I think to be fair, Frank, again, we, we've been working with key officials, you know, from as far back as March, um, when, when we start the real sort of heavy planning for the festival. And what we were always doing is waiting on the, the, the information, the advice and the guidance from from the Department of Health, PHA, Belfast City Council and others, and listen to the experts around, um, you know, who are dealing with the, the health pandemic at the minute. Um, and we were always working on, on their advice and guidance and support. Um, and, and I think you can see, you know, currently that the data seems to be improving. Um, the vaccination program seems to be working. 
Um, and we can see now that we're starting to manage and navigate our way out of this pandemic. So as post festivals like ourselves, the whole arts uh, and cultural world, um, we're waiting for the right time um, to, to start reopening our sector. And, and bear in mind, Frank, I mean, I think our sector was probably the first to close and one of the last open. Um, and through the likes of the Culture, Arts and Heritage Task Force, the work that our colleagues have been doing uh, right across these islands with test events and pilot events, to prove and to show that we can reopen our industry safely, we can get audiences back, we can get the confidence back within the economy, um, and we can get artists back employed, that whole ecology of the arts and cultural sector, you know, back to work, and get audiences, you know, coming back to live events, enjoying themselves, and really putting on a showcase uh, for our city. Now, your rules are very similar to what we've been hearing about earlier in the week or last week, Custom House Square, Belsonic events. Yeah. There's there's a, a procedure and a process, and you don't have to be jabbed because you can have you can have uh, alternatives. But you, you're certainly, as I've said before, uh, conscious of the dilemma that we're all in. But once the curtain goes up and the revelry starts, is there anything you can do to control crowds? Well, well, I think again, Frank, you know, that while the, the events have a certain amount of responsibility on them, and, and I, I would say very clearly, you know, the events industry is probably one of the most regulated in terms of, you know, risk assessments, making sure that our events are safe for the public coming to. Um, but there is obviously a bit of personal responsibility on audience when they come to events. Um, you know, we will be encouraging mask wearing at events. We will be encouraging people to keep their distance. We will be increasing, you know, the hygiene around hand sanitization um, and loads of other measures like that. And again, We've been working very closely with, with officials in the Department of Health and the PHA, the experts around this type of stuff, um, as well as our own event safety experts, to make sure you know that when the events do 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 take place, that people can come enjoy them in a safe environment. So, some of your indoor events, they're not happening. The debate-type scenarios that are associated with FELA, am I right on that? Yep. Well, well, they are happening, Frank, they're, but they're, they're going to be online this year. Um, and to be fair, we, we probably didn't have enough time at that stage um, to, to move some of those outdoors. But what we've seen very clearly from the data and the evidence that's out there is that outdoor events um, are, are safe. Um, and, and this year, you know, we decided once again to keep those indoor events where people are sitting in the same space, um, you know, in, in the likes of Samir University College and in other venues across the city to, to move those online this year. And hopefully, um, as, as I said, as we navigate our way through the pandemic, we'll see the return of those um, events which are, you know, uh, part of the DNA of Phil every year where we have large audiences coming in and listening to, to political and, and scientific debate and everything else around that. Well, it runs from the 6th of August to the 15th of August. It is now a staple part of the Belfast Entertainment calendar. Uh, you usually have a couple of really big names. Do you have any names to hang hats on this year? Yes, well, well, again, if, if um, our program's available, Frank, on uh, com, and um, I think what you've found over the last number of years, um, you know, there, there have been artists, there have been speakers and writers that, that we have struggled to attract to Belfast for different reasons at, at our time of year the festival. Usually a lot of people are on holiday and so on, so we have been able to attract people that, that do the Zooms for us, that do some of the online talks and debates. Um, and then in terms of our artists who are coming to play the festival, again, we've we some of the best artists um, from around the world coming to once again, you know, come to Belfast and, and provide great entertainment for our audiences. But if you were to pick out one attraction, one must-see, one that you wouldn't miss yourself, who would it be? Line just went down. 
just went down just at that very moment. Well, let's uh, look at the look at the website and uh, run through the, the the runners and riders. Uh, Kevin's line is back up, and uh, Kevin, I was just asking you a final question there. If you only had one gig to go to, and you were saying, "Listen, get your tickets for this. It's a must see." Uh, what, what would it be? Yep. So apologies, Frank. I don't know what happened on my, on my line there. Um, and, and we feel every year, I suppose, Frank, it, there's never one event that you just want to get to. Um, and if anything, there's that many events on that there's, there's always one that you've, you've, you know, you're raging afterwards that you miss. But I mean, this year we, we've massive highlights across all of the broad spectrum events with the Michael Conlon event in the Falls Park. There's still very limited tickets for that. And that event in 2019, when we last had it, was a real showcase for the city, um, where it was beamed across the world. And we, we, some of the best boxers, some of our, our local boxers and international boxers coming to put on a real showcase of that. So that's one that there's still very limited tickets left for. Frankly, I'd encourage people to go out quickly um, and try and get them. We've Francis Black again, um, who's a fantastic singer, usually performs um, in Clannard Monastery for us this year. It's moving to the Dabney's Complex. There's still limited tickets for that. And that's, again, one of those concerts, Frank, that's quite unique in Taylor. A wee bit different from what our audiences are usually used to. Um, and again, there'll be a clamour for tickets for that over the next, the next two weeks. Um, and, and we also have, um, again, very much this year, our programme looks at our local artists and, and we've two very great local comedians um, and unfortunately both their shows are sold out but I just want to give them a special mention. Um, we've Paddy McDonnell who's a local lad, had his debut at Fela around eight or nine years ago and has now made it on the comedy scene performing two sold out shows this year. Um, and then we have the Paddy and, Paddy and Ned show um, which I'm sure your listeners will be familiar with the with the famous Paddy Raff, um, but we planned our audience this year, so very much looking forward to that. You're spoiled for choice. Give me the website again, just very, very briefly, so as people can check it out, Kevin. Yep, it's www.felabelfast.com. Perfect job. Kevin, thanks indeed for coming on this morning, Festival Director at Fela. That's it. Kevin Gamble, providing some great entertainment from the 6th of August through until the 15th. If you've just joined us, you're very welcome. It's a Friday. We're looking down the barrel of the weekend. We're going to check the 10 o'clock news for you next. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.